and welcome to Alien Prison Food, Season 3, Episode 9, a monthly podcast (laughs) (laughs) Um, about all the stuff that we want it to be about. Um, We're very sorry about the huge gap in episodes. I can't actually remember when we last... It was a while... Yeah, when we last recorded, let alone released an episode. I think we did one in in, in the mid-autumn yes. of 2017. Um, life gets in the way. Life finds a way to get mm. in the way, Yes, to paraphrase Jurassic Park. Yes. Um, Dr. Ian Malcolm, coming back in the new Jurassic World. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for Jurassic World? Uh, yes. I watched um, Half in the Bag talk about it. And, they, and the guy said he thought it was a joke. He thought it was a parody of a Jurassic Park trailer, um, which is apt. Um, yes. So, who are you? My name is John. Hi, I'm Kayla. And I am Rob, but Matthews. Rob, but Matthews. Robert, but Matthews. Anyway, yes. So, why are we here? What are we here to talk about? I don't know. God, it's, so, it's been so long. I've forgotten how to do this. Me too, a little bit. Well, well, well let's let's start with um, the the food part. Oh, yeah. yes. of the alien prison. Oh, that's right. It's called alien prison. Yeah, food. it's called alien prison. Did food. I even um, say that yet? No, it's a week, it's sure. a, it's a monthly porn podcast. A, week, a weekly format. Say porn podcast. A monthly <laughs> porn podcast. It, it, it can be. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's it, like food porn for alien prisons. Yes. I guess that kind of is what it is. Yeah. Alien prison porn. <laughs> <laughs> new 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 side <laughs> podcast. Um yeah, it's a monthly podcast with a weekly format where we talk about uh food and uh body horror and social anxiety and why we should all be better. Yeah, better. Mm. Oh, that yeah. was it. It was about, yeah, yeah, being a better person yeah. for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just being a little bit better than you are now. Um, One of the reasons that we um decided to come back is because in between last episode and now, we were sent a package from America um, for the show. Yes. And uh, we felt really bad that um, we hadn't recorded an episode involving that package. Yeah. So... Thank Sorry. you very much to Luke Thank for you, sending Luke. us a package. We haven't actually opened yet. We're going to open now on air. Mm. Are you ready? Who wants to do the honours? Kayla, you should open it. Should I? You're, open the you're the Thank best you. It is kind of thing. Use your powerful strength to it, open the package. It, it, well, okay, so it's quite exciting because it's got a customs note on it and it says who it's from, Luke, and it says it's to Kayla Painter, John Rob, which is quite lovely, I think. And it's um, from the, the other side of the world. It is. And it says the United States Postal Service on the back. I'm not it's sure. It's a good band, Postal Service. I didn't realise. It's so embarrassing. I've been. I love the postal service, and I said to John not long ago, I was like, "Did you know that um, the reason why they're called postal service is because they used to, because um, they didn't live together?" And, they, and John was like, "Yeah, it's kind of like common knowledge." And I just <laughs> didn't know, and I was very embarrassed because the whole time I just thought it's quite a nice name. I I didn't know that either. Oh, good. It's oh, not God, just me. You guys are music noobs. Uh, I just I don't know. Oh my goodness. I I know the postal service is made up of people from other bands mm. that's all i know it's the guy from death cab for cutie all oh, right i'm the guy from dntel all uh, right okay cool. <laughs> <laughs> so so what's in the package well i got there's a lovely little note which says dear kayla rob and john enjoy these snacks i was literally an alien on the shores of america until very recently so this is about as alien as you're gonna get from me i don't have much to say here's a tiny cock luke and there's a picture Aww. of a small cock with only one ball but i don't know if it's a side profile can I see? Yeah. Yes. Um, we're going to rate your cock drawing out of 10. Oh, I think it probably is a side profile. Um, he has only done one ball. There's no spunk marks coming out and there's no pubes. Or no veins. hair. There's no veins either. Oh, so man. That's, 
That's a that's a um, four. Well, he's a he's a he's a uh, designer by trade, so I'd be disappointed he hasn't gone more detailed than that. Maybe smooth cocks are big in the designer world. Now. Maybe, mm. yeah. yeah. I get a bit grossed out when they've got veins and stuff on them. Yeah, when they're like that, it's just a bit funny. <laughs> Also, I know this is not regular for this type of drawing, but that there seems to be a circumcised penis. Just, just gonna say uh, that. Yeah, so, I'd say that's pretty good. normal for cock drawings. Yeah, yeah. No, good hygiene. You know, strong hygiene. I was good um, hygiene. Hygiene is high. I was at work the other day anyway. in the cellar, and there was an old whiteboard down there, and someone had drawn two <laughs> massive cocks on it, and then written "secret cock" underneath it. <laughs> And I was like, why secret cock? And I walked to the side of the whiteboard and they'd drawn in a pen that only shows up from a certain angle, a third cock. <laughs> so it was like the Da Vinci Code of cocks. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, the, that's the secret to the Knights Templar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the third cock. Anyway, what's in the package? What's in the, okay, what's so in the box? There is a... Wow. Okay, so it's really colourful it's a clear plastic bag mm. that says five below one for the you know, blah, blah, blah. oh my god I think it's basically a load of amazing sweets oh my god and it's there were so many I'm just going to tip it out Holy oh my god mother of thank Christ. you so much <gasps> wow. oh. the size of these love hearts <laughs> <laughs> oh, it robs in they're heaven called, they're called smarties but they're like they're not smarties they're love hearts but the size of a pound coin. This is amazing. So there's like um, a stick flat one that says Airheads, watermelon flavour. Oh, there's Mike and Ike, original fruits, chibi assorted fruit uh, flavoured candies in a little box that says 25 cents. It's a really satisfying little box. <gasps> there are hot tamales. I love hot tamales. The fierce cinnamon flavour little jelly bean things. Oh my God. An Airhead, sorry, with cherry flavour which is another stick thing a bit like iron brew bars do you remember those yeah. in England or a, a, a um, Highland Highland refresher stick yeah refresher or yeah. do you remember Highland toffee, toffee? Yeah. no it was yeah. like basically just destroyed your face yeah your you teeth like all came out there's Kool-Aid oh my god <gasps> so it's like a it's a blue raspberry lemonade sachet to make Kool-Aid I've oh, never wow we should have Kool-Aid yeah. and is it fried chicken is that a thing yeah, Kool Aid and fried chicken. The guy on the front is a jug, which looks like the oh no guy from that the is, Family Guy. Is that, that who is it a, is? That's the Kool Aid guy. <gasps> something just went into place in my mind. <laughs> you know, when something solves that you've not known. Yeah, that is awesome. Thank you, Luke. So there's like there's three sachets, four, five, four sachets of Kool Aid, all different flavors. Amazing. There is Laffy Taffy. What's that? Taffy. I've they talk about Laffy taffy, taffy and Friends. Taffy is just taffy. taffy is just toffee. But they they can't spell it with an A. They spell it with an A because so, I don't know why. Is saltwater taffy just saltwater taffy? Is yeah toffee from Atlant uh, from I'm going to say Atlantic City. No, okay, I don't know. somewhere where there's salt. Okay, Salt Lake City. Where's that? That's in um um um, um Utah. Utah. Do you remember Utah Jazz? I do remember Utah Jazz. Oh, there's a warhead. Oh, cool. Oh my God, this is this is there's this. What is that? Squirrel nut zippers. The hell is a squirrel nut zippers? It look, this squirrel nut zippers bar looks like it's about 40 years old. It's probably because we haven't opened it for six months. Maybe. Can I try some of the watermelon stuff now? Yeah, sure. I'm not. Go- I'm not going to chew into the microphone. I oh know that's God. gross. But... Big League Chew. Oh, cool. The official bub- bubblegum Ripken baseball. Of this course. is amazing. Thank you, Luke. I love um, American 
sweets and crisps and stuff. One of my favorite things when I go on holidays to try different crisps. Um, even though they all taste like crisps, I it's would love so the different packaging. It's so good that it's packaging. not wasted on you going like thousands of miles. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> when I went to Nepal, my favourite thing was finding different crisps in the shops. I hated all the culture. Oh god, <laughs> just the crisps. Yeah, that's there's a joke, a, by the way. There's a Swedish fish. It's like a little I'm red interested fish. in this. So it looks a little bit like those fish you get in crackers that mm, curl up. That tell you the tell you your future. Yeah, but this is a little bit thicker, like gummy. But I'm not sure whether it's fish flavour. Mm, I hope not. Would you want to eat a fish-flavoured sweet? Well, the thing we bought back from Japan was an octopus stick, wasn't it? That's mm. true. That was. But no, I wouldn't mm. want to eat it. This is this is a package full of dreams. Oh, extreme sour. Uh, can I look at the big league chew? Yeah, it's it's just like a little oh. little sachet, a really big sachet of just the solid gum. That's so satisfying. I love that. It's got a really um really like 80s macho baseball player on the front who looks there must be a sticker in it or something like that oh i really hope there is he looks so pumped to hit the ball out of the wherever <laughs> big so, leadership out of here original it's very baseball influenced <laughs> i think i think uh we should have a break and make some kool-aid not yeah. now but like shortly mm-hmm. and That's then drink idea. it on a Wonderful. Um, thanks, Luke. That's great. Um, Rob, you've got a quiz around yeah. American food that yeah. we should do. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So segueing nicely. So I went to um, I went to New York ages ago. I can't remember if that was before or after the, our last episode. Mm. Um, but I went to New York and I was I was kind of a little bit confused by some of the terminology of things because because American English is uh, grown slightly from UK British English. Um, there are certain certain names of foods that you're probably familiar with some of them but are you familiar with all of them so i've got i've got eight foods and they've got the american english name for them and i want to know if you know what they all are okay okay just to confirm this swedish swedish fish doesn't taste like fish no it's good though isn't it i just it tried a nice. bit of the watermelon airheads and it's so good is it it's incredible Can I have a bit yeah try a bit of that a bit of fish. Mm. yeah swedish fish is like strawberry it's got like a really satisfying inner chew with an outer kind of crust. Mm. Well, the texture of this is great. Mm. Yeah, I'm all about the Swedish fish. Mm. <laughs> okay, so number one of eight, non-competitive. Okay, are we conferring or are we? Yeah, I like it when we work together. Okay. So what's a gyro? It's a food, is it? Yeah, these are all foods. I think it's kind of... Gyro is like a um, a, ge- a geometrical thing, isn't it? Like a whirly gig. <laughs> a whirly. <laughs> it's a geometrical thing like a whirly gig. Gyroscope is Gyroscope, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's, I think it's some sort of curly bread. Curly bread. Could it be like, what are those things called? Like churros or whatever they are, circular mm. donut thing. Not donuts, but like, you know, you get them in lines. Mm. And maybe, I don't know. Churros or some sort of pretzel cousin. Yeah, maybe a pretzel. Mm. A gyro. I have heard of it in food realms, but I've got no idea what it is. No, I really don't know. What should we guess then? Well, we seem to have agreed on a bready product mm. that's in some sort of twist. Mm. So how can we how can we present that in a vague way where we might get it right by just being close to the answer? <laughs> a savoury circular snack. Some sort of bread cousin. 
in a shape. Red cousin in a <laughs> shape. Well, I don't think I can let you have this one, right? <laughs> but because there was, uh, was a specific thing missing. But it's essentially like a doner kebab roll, from what I can see. Okay. Right. So doner meat in a in a pit are just kind of rolled up. Mm. Okay. You'd be right to not give us that. Yeah. Mm. You were missing the meat part. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's one to me, none to you. <laughs> yes. Um, this one you'll probably know, but arugula. 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 Arugala. Arugala. I'm guessing it's a town. Aragula. Arugula. It's got the word ragu in it, so it's probably some sort of, I reckon, tomato-y mincemeat sauce. Yeah, okay. I have no idea. I'm going to go with that. I don't know what it is. Okay, it's actually rocket. The peppery peppery leaf. Oh, right. Is that the name for it? Mm. Just in America? Or is that the name for it full stop? That's just, in America, they call it arugula. Oh, weird. Or arugala. Or... Uh, Oregano. Mm. Arugula. <laughs> Arugula. Mm. Uh, three. Now, this has uh, got another name in America, but this one I'm going to go with. Summer squash. Oh, butternut squash? Or, no, summer squash. Do, do. I'm just going to add some noises. Do, do, it's got to be a fruit do, veg. Hasn't it? If it's called summer squash, yeah, I guess so. Um, Sweet potato. I just immediately thought of squash that you dilute, but they call that cordial, so it's definitely Mm. not that. Um, Yeah, Uh, yeah. Okay, a butternut. No, it feels too obvious to be butternut squash. Because I share a word. Summer squash. What goes in the summer? It's not pumpkins, is it? Or no. What are they like? I've got to say, on the subject, hot tamales. Oh, my God. Try a hot tamale. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. It's not that hot. It's just cinnamony. Yeah, I don't like cinnamon. I'll try what? one. Cinnamon? Oh. Cinnamon's tamale. the best. No. I used to snort cinnamon. Why? Well, at least you get... You remember big red chewing gum? Cinnamon-flavoured chewing gum? Yeah. I used to have a packet of that and just have it in my pocket and sniff it occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Is... Summer squash. Um... I don't, maybe, so we're saying, John, that it is grown, it grows in the underground, like a potato, wait, potato? Maybe. Or are we saying? Swede. Okay. Or oranges, I thought, was the other thing. <laughs> Summer squash orange? Yeah. No, it's sweet. <laughs> I think it's going to be sweet or sweet potato. Okay. Should we go with sweet? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. No, unfortunately, it's... Uh, Yams. No. Oh. You've already had sweet... No, it's courgette, apparently. They also Ooh. call it a zucchini. I've heard of zucchini. Apparently, yeah. summer squash is also a name for courgette. I'm probably getting all this wrong, but I did Google it, so, you know, <laughs> Google told me. So, yeah. We are none for three. None oh, for dear. three. Uh, round, round four. Sherbet. And it's not just sherbet. It's not sherbet. No. <laughs> sherbet. He's trying to throw us off with yeah. his poker skills. Shebert. Um <laughs> Sherbert. Is it like so candy floss over there's cotton candy. I don't know where I'm going with this, I'm just trying to think of things. Sherbert actual Sherbert is probably called like um it's probably called sugar dust or something. Yeah. 
So Sherbert is. Did you like my thought trail mm. here? So Sherbert is. What else is sugary and granular? Like, is it a drink over there? Is it primarily like a type of lemonade? Well, do you think it could? Yeah, it could be. Or it could be like a slush puppet. No. Are we close, Rob? You look like you're about to poo yourself, so I feel like we're close. That's just because I didn't go this morning. Right. No, um, um, I think you are not far away. <laughs> Which is different to close. Yes. Yeah. Also, um, just a thing, when I was in New York, in Central Park, I had a snow cone, mm. which is something I've never experienced before. Mm. My God, it was just a block of cuddled ice that right. I ate for about three hours, and then my tongue hurt. Was afterwards. it good? Well, good was a str- It didn't really taste of anything mm. for about two of those three hours, but you know, my tongue went blue, so you know that's good. Um, I, I find that really gross when what? when people have like a food that makes their mouth like. Is my mouth blue now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All the all this stuff will change change your your oh, your shit. tongue and your your, your urine. I'm what I anyway. hate. I've become what I hate. Um, Sherbet. Sherbet. It reminds me of that. Mr. Loverman. Sherbet. Mr. Loverman. Sherbet. Let's go for... Some sort of drink. No. no. I mean, yeah, if you want. <laughs> I'm such a... I'm so weak. Um... Line in the sand. What are you saying? Oh. You say whatever, because I don't know. No, you'll end up being right. You say it. I don't know what to say. Is it yams? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not yams. You were very close when you were saying about granulated, Ooh. kind of sugary. Is it space dust? No, it's a uh, sorbet. Okay. A lemon sherbet. As a lemon. So I said slushy puppy. Yeah, you, yeah. Were very, you were almost there. I've heard sorbet referred to as sherbet. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> four down, four to go. Okay, so we can uh, bring it back. Yeah, you can. This one you should be able to get a jelly roll. Oh, is that a donut? No, no. hang on. Wait, Wait you haven't yeah. consulted. Is it a fruit roll up? Oh yeah, probably. What's a fruit roll up? Oh my god, what yeah. the fuck? What is a fruit roll up? <laughs> Never had a fruit roll up. Wait, is it those? It's, they look like these. And they're rolled up, mm. but they're fr- they're yeah. just made of fruit, like fruit paste. Yeah, I I used to have them for breakfast because I thought it was healthy. <laughs> Are they not healthy? Because it's just fruit, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a lot of concentrated sugar. But yeah. it's not it's not as unhealthy as probably some of these sweets that we're eating. Right. But yeah, um, <laughs> you're not convinced. <laughs> fruit roll up isn't that a um? You know, you get them. It's like a sponge roll with jam in the middle. What are they called in England? Oh, a Swiss roll. Swiss Hang roll. On. No, wait, that's chocolate. Uh... What's the what's the say? What's the savory version? What's the uh, <laughs> what's the non-chocolate version of that? Sponge. I don't know. Jam roll. Cinnamon swirl. Iceberg roll. Is that a thing? Iceberg. Less. Arctic roll. Arctic roll. That's Arctic what I'm roll. I fucking love an what? Arctic roll. How are we <laughs> not? I just don't feel like I'm very good at this. No, I feel like we're failing okay. quite hard. I don't okay. know what a jam roll is. I will. <laughs> jelly. <laughs> I'll let you have this. Because you did say it, it is a Swiss roll. Right. Yeah. Okay. You have a chocolate variant Swiss roll or you have a jam Swiss roll. Uh, I do guess. Okay. Lovely. So, yay, we got so, one. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Half and half. Oh, it's milk. What? Sorry. Yeah, it is milk. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, milk. Full or fat. Or cream. Or is it coffee? Is it caffeine? No, it's uh, people say half and half when they want um, semi skim milk, right? Yeah. Or semi skimmed cream. I don't know. I think it's that, yeah. <laughs> Rob's eyebrows are like what going off his forehead. Um, oh, I think cream? It, I think it's 
I think it's. I think. I don't know. Why I'm whispering. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be cream because when I said milk, it looked like Rob's eyebrows were going to yeah. take off, and yeah. then when we said cream. I don't know, but that's just based on his reaction. He's swaying like a boobar. Just um, <laughs> like a boobar? <laughs> <laughs> boobar? <laughs> last time you thought about boobars. I'm a boobar. That's why it's, it's on topic. Yeah. Um, I call Kayla a boobar because oh, okay. once she put the duvet around her head and all I could see was her eyes. <laughs> but then you had to tell Rob you went into a shop. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get her something with boobars on for her birthday one year. Yeah. So I went into a kid's shop and just went, have you got anything with boobars on? And like the boobars haven't been around for years. <laughs> they just looked at me like I was a twat. Oh. <laughs> and you got anything with boobars? Didn't he say the boobars? Yeah, 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 the boobars. I was like, yeah, you know, the boobars. Yeah. Which one are we doing? Half and half. Half and half. Cream. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, it was single yes! cream. Yes! Yes! Two I, nil. We can, I, we're going to bring this back. Yeah. I believe that, yeah, a single cream, because it's not full fat cream and it's not full fat milk, it's kind of half half milk, half cream. Mm. Right. Two more. Cilantro. Is an alcohol, right? It's a spirit, cilantro. I don't know. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Disarano. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it sounds really similar. Yeah. <laughs> They've both got O at the end. Uh, yeah. Cilantro is like some sort of orange I feel like it's a, Is it not a meat? I'm <laughs> just saying things. <laughs> just saying words. It's like that game where you can just where you just bullshit. So yeah. you just like you just say, Well, yeah, it's this thing, obviously, and then people have to guess whether you're yeah. lying or not. What life? Oh, oh sick low burn. Low blow. Low burn. Low burn, I said. Low burn. Low burn. My knees are on fire. Low burn. Um, Cilantro, I've heard of. I feel like it's a meat. I think Monica definitely cooks it in one episode. I'm sure she uses lots of cilantro. Oh, she uses it. Oh. Maybe it's like a fucking herb or some shit. Yeah, spice or a stock. Yeah. Cilantro. (laughs) Does anyone mind if I have a banana Laffy Taffy? No, No, go go for it. it. Yeah. Oh, this has got that really kind of fake banana taste. Yeah. Mm. You know, I think it's some sort of oil. Cilantro oil. No, like olive oil. No, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Rob might have thrown me off now. Yeah. I'm just saying words. Mm. Is it a cleaning product if Monica would use it? This is all food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> it's a type of wooden chip. <laughs> the cilantro. I think it's either some kind of meat, like f- meat flakes or something. Mm. don't know. Ooh, meat flaked, flaked <laughs> meat. <laughs> or, or it's some kind of oregano. Yeah, let's go with some sort of flaked meat. <laughs> Is that your answer? Yeah. Flaked meat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's a coriander. So you, oh, uh, it was herbal. You, herbal. You, you, you were close, but you moved too far away. Yeah. Mm. What sort of... What flaked meat have you ever eaten? I'm a vegetarian, so I don't... Mm. I obviously just made that up. Cilantro, you know. <laughs> flaked meat. <laughs> well, you know, like, jerky... Yeah. Whatever it is. And then Bonito, whatever it is. Bonito? You know, <laughs> fish flakes. What? Um, 
Benito. What are they <laughs> Benito fish flakes. <laughs> oh, dashi. It's, sorry, it sounds oh, really dashi, similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, dashi. What's Benito? It's <laughs> a name, isn't it? He was the um, he was the Italian dad of the Italian family that entered Neighbours in about 1991. I'm sure Benito is some kind of fish flake. I'm going to look it up. Benito fish flakes. What is this Dasher stuff? Dashi is a fish sauce that's everywhere in Japan. Really? And you can't get stuff with it not in if you see it. Yeah, it's in oh, oh, oh. Bonitos are a tribe of medium sized ray fin predatory fish in the family of scombrae. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could technically have Benito flakes. <laughs> I knew I'd heard it somewhere. Well, yeah. I don't know why. Oh, oh, Benito flakes comes up as a suggested thing. Oh. Thank you very much. Okay. Katsubushi is dried, fermented, and smoked skipjack tuna. It's also known as Benito Flakes. Thank you very much. Well, mic wow. drop. Wow. <laughs> that was my <laughs> mic drop. She's just trashed the room <laughs> and walked out. She's gone. <laughs> um, so, last one. So, you've got, you've got two out of seven so far. So, um, last one. Can you redeem yourself? Yeah. And I'd never heard of this. Oh, yeah, we got three out of seven. What did you get? We got cilantro right. No, you didn't. Well, but Kayla <laughs> did say something that was correct. Yeah, but not yeah, correct. Yeah, you two just qu- laughing at me. This is like my life. And then I, I, I erase things in my mind because I'm like, oh, well, you know, two, two out of two people laughed at me about that. So that's obviously two not true. Out of two people laughed at me. But, but, but <laughs> it was, cilantro is not Benito Flakes. <laughs> we, so... I, totally, I, totally, I totally agree. Benito Flakes are definitely a thing that exists. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not coriander. <laughs> anyway, last coriander one. C, yeah. yeah. Last one. Uh, rutabaga. Rhubarb. John, what do you think? Rutabaga. 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 Bargain. Rutabaga. R U T A B A G A. Rutabaga. Okay. I think it's some sort of stem ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Like you look at the word, yeah, and it's a long way away from the word that I'm so familiar with. So I assume that it's come some sort of, you know, non-English translation. Okay, so I think "ruta" sounds like root, so it's definitely not something with roots. Okay, this is okay. how we can work this out. "Burger" is like, I don't know, burger. Yeah, so it's not say burger. So it's not a root burger. It's not okay. a root burger. It's not a, a burger, burger that would grow in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Potato burger. Yeah. Why can't you get that? Potato cakes. Potato. Oh, oh, because you can get chip butties. Chip I'm not butty. a fan of chip butties. Yeah. What? They're the fucking best. Uh, just it's too much. Too much how can oh, how can yellow. it be too much? It's so good. Uh, I like chips non-breaded. I mean, I like chips on their own. Don't get me wrong, but I think maybe it's from the day of before pre-vegetarian being a thing. I used to always get chip butty. It was amazing. Que- question. Yeah. Have you ever thought of deep frying some? chips in a breaded crumb to make a chip butty but like a portable chip butty has anyone ever done that i've not thought of it but i I bet i have i don't know that's nearly a cornish pasty right what (laughs) (laughs) where's the pastry the the fry Uh, oh right (laughs) it's not as soon as i said it i was like it's not at all it's like you saying yeah it's orange squash or whatever yeah it's like everything i've said in the past 20 minutes (laughs) (laughs) um all madness. Enter burger. Rutabaga. burger. So maybe it's some sort of. I think it's quite an earthy word for obvious reasons, and it sounds a bit 
uh, rutabaga so maybe could be like Hawaiian or something. But Rob's saying that it is far away from the word from the yeah original word as, or in, the as in the word. word is a different thing yeah i wouldn't uh, maybe you can read into the word the rutabaga as a word yeah. is it it pineapple I, I think it's pineapple um, you know pineapples don't grow on trees yeah i heard this the other day is it true yeah yeah they, they grow as a little stump out of the ground as a bush mm. did you think like i mean i didn't think either but Thinking about you saying they don't grow on trees, it's, it to me seems like a weird thing to say because they're so heavy. How mm. could they grow? But I suppose exactly. coconuts are coconuts, really heavy. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it, but if you'd, I assume that if you'd pressed me on it, I would have said, yeah, they grow in trees. Really? Okay. Yeah. I the, think that's probably because you associate them with tropical climates. Mm. The key mm. with pineapples is the fact that um, uh, they, the connection to the rest of the plant is underneath, not on top. Mm. If they grow on trees, then it would be on top. Otherwise, they would be upside down. Mm, pineapple. Right, yeah. right, right. Upside down pineapple cake. Mm. <laughs> Imagine stubbing your toe on a pineapple would hurt. Mm. Is it pineapple? I think rutabaga okay. is pineapple. It's not. It's Swede. Oh, oh I'm going to have that. Yeah, we've we got that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I that? said it at some point today. <laughs> Four nil to us, yeah. I think. Yeah. Four all or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that's cool. That was great yeah. fun. Thank you, Rob. Even yeah. Stevens. And isn't it fascinating that, you know, a country separated by an ocean, we it's think we're very similar, but we're not really. Yeah. Because they, they have Smarties, which aren't Smarties. Yeah, they have Swedish fish that aren't Swedish or fish. Yeah, they have um, airheads, which aren't made of air or heads. <laughs> <laughs> and they call the sherbet sorbet, sorbet sherbet and... Uh, Cilantro, cor- coriander, cilantro, and yeah, all that, all that stuff we just said. It's weird. It's weird. It is. What I find quite funny is the herbal thing. Is they call it herbal tea, herbal. but they're not French. No. Where French people don't use H's, do they? So it's like, hello. Mm. Mm. <laughs> can I have a hello? <laughs> and can I have a herbal tea? That's my problem. Went a bit, went a bit, went a bit gravy pie at the end. <laughs> gravy pie. What's gravy pie? <laughs> it's what Kayla thinks northern people want. I invented all the time. it. No, it's just because northern people always like pie. Everything's pie, and they have like Cornish pie, this pie, that pie. Cornish but, pie, but these are, yeah, you know, it's Cornish pie. <laughs> Everything's in a pie, mm. and that's nice. But <laughs> but like, and they love gravy. So gravy pie, it's like <laughs> it's what everyone up there probably should eat. Apart from steak and kidney pie, which, uh, if you go further north, is steak and kidney pudding. Ooh. And that steak and kidney pudding's weird. Do you remember we used to buy, we used to buy, from at uni, I used to go to Tesco's and buy little mini steak and kidney puddings and they were 50p. Well, they I think you've misremembered this once. We went there and we saw them and they were 24p, so we bought a lot of them. <laughs> yes. We bought a lot of them once and they were disgusting, so uh, we never bought them again. But I remember having a lot of them yeah. over a long period yeah. of time. <laughs> they, we made them last. They were, Oh, God, they were awful. So, yeah, gravy pie. Interesting. Gravy pie. Gra- gravy pie. Oh, yeah, gravy pie. <laughs> Do you, exactly, exactly. It's really oh. satisfying. If you think about it, what's the best filling for pie? Gravy, obviously. Yeah. You definitely need gravies for, for some sort of moistener, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Mm. Like dry pie is the worst kind of pie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a really bad case of dry pie. Can I have some gravy, yeah. please? My pie is so dry right now. I need some moistening. Dry pie. Dry pie. Should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What it- killed him? Dry pie. Um. <laughs> do, 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 do. Music. Music. <laughs> Music, but yeah. Um, 
CDs. So, topics of the week, CDs. Um, this is sort of two quite separate things that I'm going to sandwich together in the hope that it, there's some coherence. Um, when I was at university, I had a job as a DJ in a pub, which sounds a bit naff, but it was actually amazing. I got paid £10 an hour in 2003 to to just play CDs in a pub. That's for, quite a lot. Yeah, it was loads. Yeah, it was really well. I was on, an hour. I was on £3.33 yeah. at that same, yeah. in that same era. I think, you know, taking into account inflation, I now in my adult job earn a lot less than that. Um, £10 an hour to literally put the killers on. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, and it was cool. I slowly, over the months that I worked there, basically made it so I could just listen to the music I wanted to listen to, which was not suitable for a pub at all. It was brilliant. No. Um, so a guy came up to me after a few weeks of doing this job and he gave me, we had this discussion pre-show, in my mind, it's a memory stick or a flash drive, but in 2003, it might have just been a data CD. Whatever, he gave me about 100 albums and just said, I think you might quite like all of this music. And at the time, I just was like, this is just an overwhelming amount of music. I can't really... Was it annoying? It was a bit annoying. It wasn't annoying. I just was like, man, it wasn't I patronising then, like, no, oh, I no. think you might, you, you should listen to these because you don't know what you're doing. No, he, okay. no, no. He'd just been yeah. listening to me DJ and, be, and being like, look, I reckon you'd be into all of these bands if you're not already. That's really nice. It was really nice. And I remember him as a very friendly, kind guy. Um, and I remember like, you know, cycling through all these folders and recognising, like, I don't know, maybe five out of a hundred of these bands. And just being like, this is way too overwhelming. And I was buying my own music anyway, blah, 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 blah. In the subsequent like 15 years since that's happened, I realized that I have consciously or subconsciously just slowly got into all of those bands and like discovered years later, like I'll have read a book on post-rock and like the genesis of post-rock and realized that all of these bands on this CD were like to do with that area of music and... Mm all the kind of like indie scenes in America and got really like interested in it. And I just wonder if this guy was some sort of like musical angel. Um, Dropping in some thoughtful music to think. To think yeah. About. And it's just really nice. It's just a, a, a lovely thing that happened to me. That's amazing. So do you think there's any chance that he time travels? Like were there any albums on there that hadn't been released yet? That's a really, really good question. Um, <laughs> like, I, is this like a strange trip? Not to say it didn't happen, but like, is this mixed up with something? Was it you in 40 years' time? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Also, I've got so many questions. Was right. this the beginning of your insane CD collecting? I'm just going to say yes or no to all of these. Um, yes, it was me in 40, time, 40 years' time. I had already started collecting CDs until then, but I think it, it was a a kind of eye-opening thing because it was it wasn't pre-internet but i wasn't like you know hooked into the internet like i am now yeah i remember like going to the university library and going online yeah but not really doing it outside of the library so so is that yes or no so um, what i'm saying is that i think it was part of an eye-opening experience about the sheer volume of music that i mm. might be interested in mm. but do not know about mm. and i still feel that kind of anxiety today like yeah yeah it's part of why i collect cds we're currently sat in a room which is floor to ceiling with cds books and vinyl like it's like we there's just so much in here mm, yeah but if you move too much something slides off something else <laughs> it nearly yeah. looks like a hoarder's room in the nicest possible way in an intelligent yeah. not that hoarders aren't intelligent here we go Digging myself a hole. Um, <laughs> um, 
Okay, so you're not sure if it's the beginning. It could have been mm. hand in hand with like the way things were happening. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like he might have been magical. Mm. Yes. Did you ever see him again? To my mind, I did. I feel like we were kind of friends, but I cannot at all trace where or how we were friends. I think he might have known a few of the people that we knew via that scene that didn't go to uni but mm. lived in Reading mm. and like we met through DJing and pubs and gigs and stuff and like we slowly became friends with them. Do you know who I mean, Rob? Like Yeah, like um Matt and Bass Matt, and people yeah. like that. Yeah. Matt who would uh discuss genres of music that I didn't believe existed, like yeah. zombie grindcore. Yeah. <laughs> Which in two thousand and three was like whoa What are you talking about? Now yeah. it's just like this zombie yeah. grindcore standard, it exists. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I I remember that group of people, mm. but I don't I don't remember you getting the CD. I do think I remember you giving me the CD and me putting some of it on my machine. Could well have done. I was sitting, I think I might still have access to this, and I, if so, I uploaded a load of it to my my Play Music account. Really? And I don't think I listened to most of it. it was like the, the Black Heart Procession or something like that, or Red Red Sparrows. Red Sparrows was on there, and um, the Analog Star American set. I remember that's on there. Yeah, Stars of the Lid were on there. Stars of the Lid. That's how I got into Stars of the Lid yeah. through that fucking CD. Yeah, um, to like things like Tortoise, Slint, Slint. Before I was into Slint, was on there. Um, things like what's Steve Albini's band called? Shellac. Um, all of that kind of genre, that area of music, like American, 90s American post-rock indie. And there was lots electronica. of Trail of Dead on there, I think. Yeah, and the Maybe. Bad Plus. is how I got into the Bad Plus. Yeah. They were on there. Um, yeah, loads of stuff. Mm. It was incredible. What a dude. Where did it all come from, though? Who was he? I don't know. He had shaved head and glasses and looked thin. That's mm. all I remember. And he was very did he, gentle. Did he have feet? Did you ever see his feet? I can't say that I did. Exactly. Did he have yeah. weird glow around I think he head? might be floating. Also, I'm not sure anyone else ever spoke to him. Well, in like a film, and then at the end you're like, yeah. oh my God, they're dead. Yeah, you didn't yeah. see any other character address that character. And uh, when you got given the CD, it just like was in your hand. You don't, yeah. it wasn't, yeah, it was just yeah. there. Or I woke up after like getting a bit too drunk mm. and it was just on my mm. bedside. And I was like, oh yeah, I think that guy gave me this. Mm. Yeah. It's a good film. It's a good short film in that. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But I just, I got, on the off chance that he's listening, I want to say thanks because oh. it was such a beautiful thing to do. Mm. I know you shouldn't really pirate music, but it's it's just continued to educate me for like a decade and a half since. Mm. It's really nice. And you bought most of those. You've I, gone, oh, on yeah. gone on so to buy so much of, of it. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? I wonder how your tastes will have been or where you would be in life if you hadn't been given that. You know, is it like a sliding doors moment mm. where. Mm. You're, you know, half of your decisions actually stem from receiving a data CD. Maybe. Mm -hmm. What I do remember is at the time, kind of like thinking it was a really nice thing to do, but just being so like, I have not got time to filter through a hundred albums. Like, and I think I largely ignored it mm. for a few years. Do you know what I mean? You just weren't ready for it, but he probably knew that. I wasn't ready yeah. for it, but I am now. Mm. I should go back in, actually. There's probably loads of stuff in there. that. What, to this club? No, to the CD. Oh, okay. I've still got what he gave me on a, a external hard drive somewhere. You should dust it for prints to see if you can find out who he is. Digital I can do prints. that for you if you want. Yeah. No, was... like physical. Oh, right. Yeah. Was there an Ortecker album on there? There wasn't Ortecker. It was... No, that came from a different source. That probably came from Rowan. Yeah, different. Um, different. 
Rowan gave once gave me the new Boards of Canada album in air quotes, and I got really excited, and I smoked a massive spliff and took a shower to listen to it. You took a shower? <laughs> yeah. Why? Because I needed a shower anyway. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's not got anything to do with listening. It wasn't like your ears were really dirty. Just no, okay. I just thought it'd be nice to get stoned, get in a nice warm shower, and, and listen to the new Boards of Canada album. In the shower? In the shower, yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah, do yeah, that yeah. now sometimes. Not get yeah. stoned, but you listen to music in the shower. Yeah. I can't do that. Okay, yeah. Um, and I was so not the new boards of Canada. It was like someone at home with their like Fruity Loops presets. And I was so like, what the fuck is this shit? Brads of Cornada. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brads of Cornada. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. So that was nice. If you could meet this man and give him something back at A this point. Job. What? <laughs> Oh, oh, less less romantic. What um, would you give to him in response to uh, that? If you weren't really allowed to explain it or anything, you just had to give him a gift. I tell you what I'd give him. I'm currently um, cataloging my CDs into a spreadsheet because I keep in charity shops buying doubles of stuff that I think I don't have. So I want to have it on my phone so I can check. I've bought Premier Symptoms by Air like three times. Um, <laughs> um, I'd give him that spreadsheet and be like, you are responsible for a lot of this spreadsheet. You're not allowed to say anything. I'm not allowed to say anything. I mean, not on the podcast. I'm saying if you were to give him something, but you're not really allowed to explain it, you just have to give him a gift. What I'd would you give, give him? him? I'd give him a, I'd give him a mixtape. I uh, still think that spreadsheet is a good yeah. idea because then he'd, he'd probably know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can talk. I'd give him a mixtape and a copy of the spreadsheet and just just say thanks. I'd wrap the... (laughs) That's three things. I'd wrap the mixtape in the spreadsheet. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, I'll allow that. On a side note, doing this spreadsheet has been really eye-opening. Mainly, clearly, uh, at the time that I was kind of like hoovering up CDs when I was at uni in the mid-2000s and stuff. I can still buy a lot of CDs now, but I'm slightly more selective with it. I would just buy a lot from the same labels or I'd find a band and I'd buy one of their albums and then I'd buy everything that they released after that. So I own like, I own three albums by Gang Gang Dance. You ever heard of Gang Mm, Gang Dance? Yeah. Fucking no, you don't need three albums. I don't even know what one of them sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I own like seven albums by Bugdan Radinsky. Like he's good, but he sort of does one thing. You don't need seven albums worth. It's like, it's been quite eye-opening in that respect. I still wouldn't get rid of any of them. I'm really Sup- genuinely proud of it. You've got to support your artists. You yeah, know? yeah. But like, I I remember at uni being into like Warp Records and Reflex and and like all the electronic stuff. And I clearly, for a while, just bought everything that mm-hmm. I could get my hands on that was around that. And now I own quite a lot of it. What that- was driving that need, do you think? It's really, I don't know, because sometimes I look at my music collection and feel a sort of guilt about owning that much plastic. And I'm a firm believer in the physicality of music. Um, I think once something is tangible like that, your connection to it is stronger. Mm. Um, People need, people need things that are, um, that are, fuck, what's the word that I'm looking for? When something is abstract, people need abstracts to have solid mm. objects connected to them. It's why flags for countries exist, right? Nationalism is an abstract feeling, but you... Something to rally around. Yeah, and I believe that music is the same because it's it's technically an abstract. I know you physically hear it, but it's not the, the emotions and the thoughts and the feelings that it gives you. And I really feel like having a vinyl or a CD is... Uh, 
is a solid object for that abstract to orbit around. And I really like it. I think it makes your relationship with it stronger. Um, in terms of what drives it, I don't know. I just have always done it. And in that respect, I know that I'm not trying to be this way to be mm. cool or anything. Like You're It's something I'm kind of embarrassed about, actually, but yeah. I just can't stop. <laughs> Because um, the, the you know the need to collect things and catalog, yeah. catalog things and order things is a human thing. Isn't yeah, it? it's what we do. It's why we 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 it's why we name things in the genres and why we uh, you know need to stratify everything into you know I know we talked about that kind of the LBGT plus thing like plus car yeah yeah second second spirit stuff yeah like like you know. We need to find names for things and mm. control control everything around us. And yeah, it's just interesting that you need to, you feel the need to collect things, yeah, and to build up a collection of things to look back on or whatever. Mm. You know, I can remember a guy came around to like look at. Do you remember this? A guy came around to look at our house and sort of say that we hadn't trashed it for the estate agents. Mm. Um, and he walked past the, this room and just sort of went, "Wow." you've got a big music collection. We were like, yeah. And he was like, that's wonderful, isn't it? Because it's not just for you then, it's for your kids, isn't it? Aww. And I just, I thought it was so lovely. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna, I mean, they'll probably hate. All of it. They'll probably hate all of it or they'll probably hate that, you know, I'm always trying to get them to listen to it, but. Uh, I don't want to hear any more break call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> Brian Eno once said that our children will find it really strange that we listen to music that isn't randomly generative. Like yeah, he'll find he'll find it worrying thought. Isn't it worrying? Yeah. yeah. Like we don't just turn on the internet and it generates new music. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're almost there with people instead of putting an album on, they'll put on a a generated playlist. Yeah. You know? Or even like Spotify radio is yeah, literally, there. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, on uh, on Friday I went around friends to play some poker and you know we were like, let's put some music on. She was like I'll just put up a Spotify playlist, so then I don't need to think about it. I'll just put on this thing for a mood, and and that was fine. Mm. But after about an hour of it, I was like, "Can I put Eliminator by ZZ Top on? Because I really want to listen to Eliminator by ZZ Top." For some reason, I needed to listen to some, you know, beardy Southern rock. Um, yeah, and and it was like, yeah, this is good. This is good because we're listening to one thing, and it's yeah. we we know what it is, mm. and we can talk mm. about it as opposed to, you know, some what was essentially you know acoustic guitar background singer songwriter music it's passive listening isn't it sort of washes over you whereas active listening it's like something you've chosen to do it you're invested in that decision because mm. you're going to enjoy it or you want yeah. to or it's going to provoke discussion whereas like passive listening of just like the radio or something you're not controlling what's going to happen yeah. is perhaps and you're less impacted by it in mm. in, in, in turn mm. yeah it it cheapens music as well not just as a commodity but also as a uh for want of a less pretentious way of saying this in terms of spiritual engagement with it you know mm. like cultural engagement like if it's just literally like wallpaper mm. or you know something you just put on in mm. the background because silence is weirder like, yeah it really cheapens what what art is, yeah. And I fucking hate that attitude towards it. Like, yeah. Um, if it, someone's on, like, "Oh, I just put on a singer song on Spotify Radio," I'm like, "Fucking get some taste." <laughs> on it, honestly, every 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 week at work, someone's like, "Oh yeah, let's put Throwback Thursday on." I'm like, oh. uh, "This week, what the fuck is that?" I know it's a hashtag, but what the fuck is it? In it's the... just here's some old music, and we've randomly compiled. And this week, mm. I had to sit through Cha Cha Slide. Remember Cha Cha Slide by yeah. DJ Casper? 
Yeah. I think we've sang it on this podcast. We have. Everybody clap your hands. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrible. Um, and then every now and again, someone on a regular basis, someone puts on a Spotify playlist of mu- musicians I've never heard of, and that makes me feel really old if I'm just not in with the kids anymore, like to the point mm. where I'd never heard of anyone, mm. all doing covers of well-known songs yeah. in kind of, you know, Radio 1 live lounge acoustic kind mm, of mm. over-the-top singing mm, style. Mm. And I'm like, this is... Like I the can't. John Lewis advert. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's John Lewis advert. The playlist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Oh. And I'm just like, can I put some boards of Canada on? Yeah. Because I keep on trying to put Tomorrow's Harvest on. It gets halfway through, and someone's like, "This is boring. Let's have a three-hour Taylor Swift playlist." Mm. God. Oh God. Anyway, so buy music uh, if you can on physical formats. It's, your life will be be- better. I promise. Mm. And listen to things that make you uncomfortable. Thanks, John. And remember to give uh, random data CDs to people in pubs because you never know how it's going to impact their lives. Mm, It's like a message in a bottle, isn't it? It is like a message in a bottle, But it's better because it's lasted years and years and you've gotten so much out of it. Yeah, it's really lovely. It's Mm. like a time present. Time capsule, yeah. Thanks, time present vegan. Mm, Time present angel. I thought he looked like a vegan, that's why I just called him. Um, I really want to try some Big League Chew, but I'm aware that it's bubblegum and I don't want to be like... Well, I, I feel I should apologise because me and Kayla are going through this long tube of Smarties. They're so nice, oh, John. Chocolate, chocolate really they're basically, they look like love hearts, but they're massive. But they're called Smarties and they taste like refreshers. Mm. That's my review. <laughs> Whoa. They are amazing. Careful, oh, it will all fall out. They're really nice. It's like um, double, double, double lollies, you know, like the... Oh, oh yeah, that, yeah. But in in kind of portable form, so you yeah. need to commit to a whole lolly. Yeah, it? yeah. Oh man, they're really good, aren't they? Oh god, it's so strong. I'm sure these sweets are more flavourable than British sweets. Flavourable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's flavoursome and fla- and favourable. <laughs> they are very good. Mm, I like them. Mm. Should we make some Kool Aid and then move on? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. So through the power of magic editing, we have gone away and made Kool Aid. Mm. In in the few seconds, and uh, we're about to now drink it for the first time. Um, it required us to put an inhuman amount of sugar in it, which we I don't think we put everything we were meant to in. Put about a quarter of what we're supposed to do. Blue raspberry lemonade flavor. So it's basically. Uh, Is it fizzy? No, no. It was lemonade flavor. Yeah. It's, it's okay. It's an opaque blue. It looks radioactive. Yeah. It looks like how I imagine the blue lagoon looks. In my yeah. It's a bit like the blue milk in Star Wars as well. Mm. It's very APF, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. AP D. AP D. Should we try it? Yeah. Cheers. Cool. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. That's horrible. Well, it's very, <laughs> very tart. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it does need the sugar. Probably, oh. but with more sugar, I think that would still blow my face off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's... <laughs> it's not nice, is it? It's awful. It's not good. Maybe I haven't made it right, but that's 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 bad. Well, I think I think the fact that we spent about ten minutes trying to work out what a quart was, mm. what is and a what quart? A cup, it's one point one one three liters. Okay. It's not. It's not a blue raspberry panda pop, is it? Which no. Is, you know that's the peak blue raspberry True. experience. It is yeah. very lemony. Dear Americans, t- tell us if that's how Kool Aid is meant to taste, because it tastes very bitter and a bit watery. Mm. 
Mm. Should it be sweet? Should it be ta- should it taste nice? Yeah. Should it taste good, or is it a bit like um, what's that fruit juice that's very tart? Pink grapefruit. Yeah. Is it like pink grapefruit juice? Mm. Yeah. What I would say is, we've got three more flavors, <laughs> 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 and some of the rest of this as well. So. Yay! Right, what are we talking about now? It's going to be a body horror bit. Mm. Body so horror. So if you don't like that, then go away for about 10, 15 minutes yeah. and then come back. I can't do that because I'm on the show, but mm. I might try and tune out a bit of the detail because I think it's going to gross me out. David Cronenberg wants what? you to love body horror. Is that the jingle? That's the jingle, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I guess you could call you could you know resurrect the darkness jingle for this one. Oh yeah, darkness. Yeah. Um, I forgot about all the jingles. Yeah, never forget the jingles. Mm. Um, so uh, I was looking on the internet once, and uh, I you know I'm not sure if you're aware. I'm sure we talked about it before. Um, there's a kind of a um, like a an under underground subculture of people that watch pimple popping videos oh, yeah, on like, YouTube. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this is similar to that. Um, there is a Instagram account called Tweezist. That's oh, at T W E E Z I S T. Um, and basically, it's like Doctor Pimple Popper, but for ingrowing hairs. And and I spent about half an hour watching this, uh, feeling feeling a bit unwell, but. Uh, Essentially, it's short videos of extreme close-ups of skin with ingrowing hairs in it, and and like a tweezer just comes in and <laughs> and pulls it out. And oh. why, 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 why does this exist? But also, why did I enjoy it so much? And I'm I'm I think I've told the story before about um, the time I had an ingrowing hair on my jaw, mm. and I I pulled pulled it out, and it was like three inches long. Mm. Um. And I'm, you know, I've got a, I've got this video running now, just kind of on my phone, and it's amazingly satisfying. And there's something about the hair just looks brilliant, like beautiful. It's like this oh, right. beautiful black rope glistening, and like freshly pulled, like it's newborn. Oh, um, Jesus! And I think you guys need to, you need I to watch it. I definitely don't want to see it. I'm, I'm going to struggle. I feel a bit sick because of all the sweets, but I'll do it. You need to, you need to. Uh, you close your eyes, Kayla. Okay. Um, well, John, what? Or do you want to explain it, John, or do you want me to just talk while you watch this? Wow, it is weirdly satisfying. So it it looks uh, like it's just um, a tweezer. Set of tweezers comes in, little black thing grips it and pulls it, and it's uh, about. It's hard to. Oh yeah, I get what you mean. It does look sort of pure. Yeah, it's, and it's kind, of, kind of beautiful. Yeah. You know. Because it's been encapsulated in skin for yeah. so long. It's what like, is an ingrowing hair? It's, it's just it's a hair that's in, there's, going the wrong here's, way. Here's one, which is like a little black dot. That looks grosser. And some of them, some of them bleed a little bit. Uh, anyway, Kayla has her eyes closed. So that one's kind of digging a little bit. Oh god, yeah, I don't want to watch anymore. So I'm done. I'm done. There's a whole what, uh, culture on people wanting to watch it, and you enjoyed it. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I guess. What is wrong with me? <laughs> well, it's uh, no, I think it's natural, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Why? But why? Why? I mean, I, I, you know, ingrowing hairs grow because hair grows internally. Why do? Why does humanity have this? Why do we like? Are we? Are we that depraved as a Western society that we have to watch videos of people pulling out hairs from their skin? I think we are all as a as a as a culture obsessed with physical impurity. Mm. 
and obtaining some sort of physical purity. And I think there is a, a satisfaction in being able to immediately physically rectify a physical impurity. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Well, yeah, because I, I, I remember like having uh having like horrible like acne when i was a kid and i just wanted to peel back all of my skin mm. and just kind of uh rub underneath it yeah you know, remove remove it all mm. the tweezist has 168,000 followers on instagram wow that's that's a lot of followers and just looking down their 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 um their 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 thread their their what do you call it their stream their flow what do you call it uh, feed? feed 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 um there's some informative reasons about why they come out and why why this happens little cartoons there's a uh there's a picture of a cat wearing a wearing a little santa hat there, oh that's unrelated nice. to, to, to mm. in growing hairs but i just i i think yeah i think you're right we have we want to find instant instant uh instant uh solutions to horrendous skin problems yeah i really i had a, a rash on my leg as a kid and i remember feeling like clearly the most sensible thing to do would just be to take a razor to that bit of skin and underneath it would be better skin probably mm. obviously don't do that it's not the medical recommendation <laughs> not the medical. Rec- doctors do not advise this sometimes when i have like a, a spot or a ingrowing thing or whatever like and it gets really bad um like I right in the middle of it, I'm just like, God, I can't wait for this not to be the case. <laughs> and then as soon as it's kind of healed, I'm like, Oh, I don't know what I was bothered about. It was fine, you know? Like yeah. there's this weird sort of mm. hypocrisy in my mind where I can't wait for it to heal, but then once it's healed, I just think it I feel like it was nothing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I get that, I think. I just I there's a difference between doing something in public and then having your own feed on social media and having 163 million, 163,000 people watching it. Do you think that person curates the best, is there like best ofs of ones that have been sent in so they must watch a yeah. shitload of it? Yeah, I assume they assume they started doing their own and then, because yeah. no one's got that many ingrown hairs. No. Unless you can somehow cultivate ingrowing hairs. You can't, like if you whack, your hairs they can come back and grow because they are thinner and therefore find it harder to break through the skin okay so that happened but the levels of this kind of length of hair and stuff that you're talking about that's not from that's generally i think is just a hair that's gone the wrong way a hair follicle that's like gone the wrong way and grows like that for years and years i you know i don't think that's necessarily off the back of waxing or anything are they painful in gro- i'm not sure I've ever had they one. can be yeah you've never had an ingrowing hair i don't think so no i, I think they can time. be painful only like if i get them on my legs sometimes but mm. um only if you scratch at them and stuff so maybe they're not painful on their own i don't know i've seen some gross videos of like someone with one on their face and stuff and thinking like it was a massive spot so i think mm. they're probably quite painful i just wonder what the longest ingrowing hair in history was. oh i don't want to know I don't want to know. There was a, a thing on Jackass once about a similar thing with, with blackheads and this mm. guy just had... Un- no, really, it's the same grossness yeah. for me. Having something come out of something really grosses me out. Yeah. Like in that sort of way, in yeah. a porous um, genre. But I do enjoy it. Mm. I do. I, I can't lie. I really enjoy it. I would, I'm not sure I'd go on the internet and watch it, although I have. i'm not sure i'd do this if i definitely have done it i mean i'm not sure i'd do it again rather um 
but I do enjoy it on myself. There is, which there, is gross. There is a video that did the rounds in the. I'm not sure I could watch this. There's a video that did the rounds on tabloid newspapers last year of someone pulling out the longest ingrowing hair. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> what? I it's, don't want to know. It's it's like Mm-mm. he's generally kind of tugging on it. It's, oh, oh um, mm. there isn't a length. It doesn't say how long it is, but I'm um, you know we're talking long. Mm. We're talking uh, maybe a foot. <laughs> I don't know. Might as well have a tapeworm. Oh man, imagine having a tapeworm. Imagine it. Can you pull a tapeworm out? I don't know. I was just thinking of them worms that live inside your body. The yeah. way they get massive and they eat all your food. Yeah. I just imagine if you had one of those, like an ingrown hair. Do you have you? But don't. Isn't there one where you have to drink a solution? Yeah, yeah that's the one that you and your sister. Did. Is that the one you mean? Oh no, that's just worms. There's a oh. t- there's a tapeworm where you drink a solution and it kills it and you poop it out. Yeah, oh. so one of your poops is basically a fucking worm. No, no. Tapeworms are wrong on a lot of yeah. levels, aren't they? Oh dear. Um, can I quickly segue to a, a related topic? Yeah. yeah. From from long long things and tapeworms. Have you heard about raw water? Yes. What the fuck? I haven't. What is it? So it's this. It's it's a fad. It's the idea that because there are so many kind of chemicals they put in uh, tap water and they put fluoride in tap water to help with teeth and that sort of thing, um, that it would be better to be able to buy pure, straight from the source spring water, untreated. Um, and this is now the fashion in like Silicon Valley, etc. And it costs like $30 for a bottle of raw water. Right. And raw water, if you leave it, starts to go green because it's full of algae and shit like that. And essentially, you know, that's how you get cholera. <laughs> that's how right. you get that. You know, there's a reason why, why, um, why water is treated. It's to make it safe to drink. And it's this whole, this whole idea that uh, uh, natural equals healthy. And yeah. it's, it's taking it to its kind of ridiculous conclusion that you can, you oh, if you drink it, oh, it's a natural way of doing it. Therefore, it's better. Mm. And, and actually, it's not better. And you'll definitely get worms from doing it. Mm-mm. There are loads and loads of kind of waterborne bacteria that if you drink raw water, you could quite easily get. So I just wanted to bring that up as something that's completely idiotic. And if you're a fan of raw water... Don't whatever, be silly. Yeah, don't be stupid. Just like... Strikes me just drink same. Kool-Aid. <laughs> Kool-Aid, spon- mm. sponsorous mm. Kool-Aid, you gross drink. Um, strikes me as coming from the same school of thought as the gay frogs, you know, like it's, the gay frogs. Yeah, you know, like people thought they were putting a hormone in the water to turn frogs homosexuals. It's fuck it, it's info what? War. what? It's, an, it's an info wars thing. Oh right, okay. Um, Brain it. force. Yeah. <laughs> um, what what I love about things like raw water is um. You know, like humanity's been doing pretty well for a couple of centuries now, cleaning its water. Yes. Why would it suddenly be the case that we shouldn't be doing that? Like, well, well it's, there's this this uh, conspiracy theory that the fluoridation of the water uh, leads to mind control. I mean, that's literally what happens in uh, that film that's Doctor Strange Love. Oh yeah. yeah. Like the you know the General Ripper goes nuts because he's like, you know, our pure water. You know, water fluid, uh, human essence, is it? I think it's called. Mm. Whatever. Basically, water. And he's basically saying that water is being ruined by the commies 
therefore uh, start World War Three. Um, yeah. So raw water. Shut up, you twat. Get a worm. Yeah. Get a worm. Get a pet tapeworm. Pull out those long ingrown hairs. Get mm-hmm. famous. Get rich. Money, money, player, player, gangster, <laughs> living, big up style, etc. Great. Shall we move on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so in the spirit of sharing something each, I'm going to talk about friends. What is, do tell, what is this friends? Well, we've already talked about friends on the podcast probably many times. We even had a friends quiz, didn't we, once? Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm going to talk about it today just in a bit of an overview way because this is the the first one we've done in a while, episode-wise, and it's also going to be the last one we do at the moment until we come back from our hiatus mm. um so i just thought it'd be a nice way to round off all my friends ramblings with another friends ramble um <laughs> ramble um so i'm still watching it obviously because that doesn't ever stop i'm on series four at the moment a few things have happened since we last recorded friends is now available on netflix which i find quite weird because i it's a thing that i watch on my laptop so i don't like seeing it on the tv it weirds me out i don't know it's a strange personal preference of mine um but something that i started to think about is that i used to watch it when i came home from college or even school so between the ages of being about 14 and 30 so um 16 years i've watched the same program continuously mm, mostly yeah um not i mean when i was a child i was coming back from when i was a teen i was coming back and watching it and there was a double episode on e4 every mm. i'd watch it then and there's sometimes one on channel four on the weekend so yeah i'd probably get about three episodes a week mm. whereas now i've watched about three a day so <laughs> it's definitely um gotten worse in terms of an addiction but um so for what i found interesting is that when i was 13 14 I, f- I found it relatable. Yeah. So how can it be that between that age and this age I am now and every single year in between that, it has been relatable. Right. It's been relatable over such a huge period of time that I think actually it's a very clever program. I don't want to give it too much um, props, but in a way I do, obviously, because it's like the best thing that I enjoy like doing in my spare time. It's your life force. It is. Um, but I just sort of thought it was really interesting because there aren't many programs that i think i guess it's like a cultural phenomenon like Mm. david bowie or whatever that span that many stages of your life because between those two periods so much happens and so much changes that it is still relevant to me i find really bizarre Hmm. well i think it's like anything that's important to, to someone like if you love something and as you're growing older, you start to see different things in it. Yeah. Like, it, and I'm, I'm not saying it's exactly the same, but like, it's the reason people love the Bible so much. Right, it's right. They read it. <laughs> it's my Bible. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but, but you know, yeah. It, it, it's something that you love that, you know, has kind of supported you in different aspects of your yeah. life. And, you know, where every time you look at it, you see a new meaning in it. You yeah. Know? And I think it, if you love something, and you you know you can continue to enjoy it in different aspects because different parts of it appeal to different parts of you at the time. Yeah, you know that that is a that is a strong bond with something. Mm. You know. Yeah. And I I wonder, I wonder, you know, how many people have it with with different things. You mm, know, like mm, mm. um, 
I probably shouldn't talk about this, but it's a, a conversation I had with my girlfriend last night where um, uh, she met some met someone for the first time yesterday and she asked her what what her favorite film was and it was uh, it was just a film that I don't I can't imagine anyone having as their favorite film right and it, uh, and and it just fascinated me that they could have this strong emotional connection to yeah. this film what was it I can't even remember what it was but it was a was it, it you me and Dupree no no but it was it was it was like a film from 2009 with um Forrest Whitaker no, no that's a good that's a good person to throw out there like, yeah. like it, it, it was like a random crime drama thing right that looked really generic we watched right. the trailer was like like phone booth or some shit yeah but yeah. But, but, but more generic less Fo- pi- pivotal yeah, yeah. less yeah. pivotal than phone, phone booth, booth and that was, is was pretty good phone, yeah. oh, i wouldn't say it's like pivotal though but no. it, but phone phone booth had a had a concept to you know? the yeah. whole thing was it's a yeah. man in a phone booth it yeah. had a whereas cultural it, impact yeah whereas this was a, a film that came out had to little hurrah and then went away again. And I'm sure no one's remembered remembers it. I can't even remember what it was called now. I bet it had Morgan Freeman in it. No, no not Morgan had... Freeman. Denzel Washington. No, uh, it, uh, I can't remember his name. Scottish big man guy. Scottish big man guy. Scottish big man guy. You know, Scottish. Gerald Butler. Oh, goodness. it had him in it. I can't remember what the film name of the film was, but it was like a, a crime drama. Yeah, and he was in it. And I watched the trailer last night. I was like. How can anyone have an emotional connection to this? And they, they apparently they do, and they love it. And mm. Fine, that's okay. But th- like every, you know, people build up connections to mm. things, and you know, you can't. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's just a thing. Mm. And I think it's it's wonderful that you have a connection to friends that you can continue enjoy that. Yeah. Because for me, I get really bored with things really fast, mm. and and. They're very rarely things that I can watch over and over and over and over again mm. and find that different aspect in, you know? It's weird, isn't it? Because I wouldn't normally... There's not. I don't like re-watching lots of things, but this is the one thing that mm. has surpassed any kind of issue with re-watching it to the point where it's just, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I need it to be there yeah. in my daily life. Otherwise, I don't feel real mm. or something. But... It's not a completed day unless you've Yeah, unless I've checked in with friends. Checked Very weird. Items. Very weird. But, yeah, sorry, go on. I was going to say, like, I think the best writers, when something becomes a cultural phenomenon, it develops a relationship with its audience. And I think mm. the best writers take notice of that. Mm. And they, they, it's interesting that you say, how for 16 years can you have sustained a, a meaningful relationship with it? But yeah. I think writers when they know the cultural impact of their product will will make their characters grow with their audience. Yeah, yeah. As as a very slight quick side note, I think you s- are seeing at the moment an interesting conflict in I don't want to talk about it too much but Star Wars. Star Wars is now a Disney thing for kids, but you have people your 40-year-olds where it's their friends, you know, mm. Star Wars is Absolutely. their friends and that conflict is playing out in a really interesting way because you can't please everyone mm. the writers might need star wars to grow up with the original fans but they also mm. need to provide for eight-year-old children yeah. it's, it's mm. really interesting but i think that's what good writers do they they take those characters and they make them grow up with you you know yeah but i, I just i think it's cool because they i don't think they realized how big it was going to be um to start with and so that writing was adaptive throughout the seasons yeah and like 
so I think the pilot and season one, I don't think they realised just how much of a worldwide thing it was going to be. I just yeah. don't think it's possible. Then when you start to see the guests come in and the guests start to become people like Bruce Willis and it starts to, it starts to become obvious what it's worth it was or yeah. was was the reaction it was getting. Do you and know the moment, can you pinpoint like the moment that for you that happens? Like, is it season two? Season no, I three? don't know. I don't know, but I think it will come to me. Mm. So like weird little things <laughs> start to happen. So actually it's a bit disappointing but i was watching an episode uh, three days ago that um they're on a beach and joey's dug a hole and he's standing in the hole and monica and chana are looking down at him and it's so annoying but i noticed that the camera angle of the point of view of joey isn't right because right. it wouldn't be joey's eyes would it but it, it would be a camera but i didn't th- i've never thought about that before and i noticed how it just wasn't quite right and the angle that they're looking down it's like probably millimeters in it and i was like this is like it's like ruined the, the whole illusion of it but yeah. i think it's interesting because these little things happen t- to me whilst i'm watching it or listening to it which i do at night time um <laughs> with let me just explain that yeah okay kayla has a pair of old headphones where she's cut one of the buds off so <laughs> She sticks the other bud in her ear. Because I can't lie on one bud. It hurts. In in her ear that's facing the ceiling, blacks out her screen on the Mac and just listens to the episodes play through as she sleeps. Yeah. And if I don't hear all of the episode, I'll just play it again. (laughs) So if I wake up and go to the toilet and come back, I'm like, I'll start that one again. So like I I wake up with like subliminal like friends dialogue in my head and I start to be like who said that to me earlier and I'm like oh it was friends wasn't even <laughs> it was my friends yeah um, I've got a question mm-hmm. have you got them transcribed to a, a less power intensive device what do you mean like on an iPod yeah I thought about bouncing down all the audio and doing yeah. that but then it's difficult because sometimes if I can't sleep and I put the audio on. And then I'm just really awake for some reason. I will need to watch it. So I'll turn the brightness up a bit and then I'll watch it. And I'll be like, oh, this is so nice. <laughs> and then I'll go back to sleep and it's brilliant. Um, but the, the other thing I was going to say just about growing up and you were saying about good writers and like with Star mm. Wars and stuff. I think it's interesting because when I was 16 and I was hanging out with friends uh, or 17 from college, we would quote friends and find it relevant, like things they'd say to each other, things about the opposite sex, you know, Mm. it was all like educational for me in terms of relationships with people. And then, you know, later it's like, I guess you jump forward, let's jump forward a bit to when I was coming out of uni, they all come out, come out of uni, Rachel has to work in a cafe. Most people have done a job like that, right? Mm. That's just, that's just what it is. And then obviously I've watched it all before, but um, Rachel's parents split up. My parents hadn't ever split up and I I never really knew what that meant, you know, when I was watching it the first hundred times round, but watching it now, I'm like, oh, I do know what that means. And I I understand the dialogues and the things that she's saying now, rather Mm. than it just being something that's been said and you just kind of accept it again on a passive level. It's like, oh, I really understand what she's saying as a character and I really feel like this and you mm. know so as you're going through life you're you're identifying with different parts of yeah the characters. but I'm wondering if it's becoming prophetic mm. like like your cd thing oh, right <laughs> because well, you're, you're you're living your life yeah as according friends. to your friends yeah <laughs> again I wonder what your life would be like if you hadn't watched friends who would you be as a well person? I don't know it might be more interesting I don't know but it what's in, what I find interesting about this is by the age of 32 oh, my life would be over 
because that's where it ends, right? When they have a baby, so they, they move <laughs> like away. Logan's run. Yeah, they yeah. move away. But they and don't they, die. No, they're no, just... they, but they stop existing. In my mind, I go yes. back to the beginning, right? Yeah. And they're just forever in this loop. You like, should love Mirror. the Dark Tower because, <laughs> spoilers, this is basically what happens in the Dark Tower. Well, on. whatever. Sci-fi, <laughs> fuck off. Stephen King, go away. Okay. Um, but, but, that, but that's the thing. If they had a reunion and, I, they, yeah. and they did one more season... How would you react to that? See, I've got a theory about this. I don't. I know they won't ever do it, but I don't think they should do it because this is the the point of this ramble sort of thing. Um, you know how our friends have had babies and bought houses and get married, and you know it's all, all the adult stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. none of us have really done that, but whatever. Um, they're they're all doing it, and you see people less and less, right? Like we see some people just once a year now, not even that if they miss yeah. the Christmas gathering with us a lot, whatever. And it's really sad and it's hard. Yeah. Friends teaches you about that too. In the very last few episodes, obviously Chandler and Monica are getting um getting their adopted twins. Uh Joey they're moving out of the apartment. It's really fucking sad. Rachel and Ross are potentially moving to Paris. It's really, really awful. But I think it's really clever because I is exactly what happens is yeah. exactly what happens everyone breaks down and goes off and it's really sad and that's why i think friends is great because it's correct it's true to life and they should never do another episode because or another series because unless they're all living in these different parts of the world and doing their thing it wouldn't be accurate well, but, they, but they could still have a reunion episode they could meet like, up yeah hey let's go to central park again yeah but that, it wouldn't be there anymore would it it'd be like a mustache bar or something what's a mustache bar i don't know a gin bar it would be something <laughs> yeah yeah that's it would true. be something stupid it wouldn't be there and but i know i know it would still be there and gunther would still be but it, the bar. it wouldn't because that's not real life and friends is real life for me what? <laughs> are you it's saying me. are you saying that you know if you you've learned from friends for years and years and years yeah. and you've and you draw parallels and you in different contexts yeah. you know different stages of your life are able to pull from friends yeah are you sort of saying that you're now in the last season yeah. of your life yeah yeah and i'm wondering what will happen i think there might be a day where i just wake up and i'm like that's the, I can't watch it anymore because I, I'm past not past knowing everything in friends because there's probably always more. But you're past, but you're past being the point able to in draw your life where you could draw anything more. Yeah, because yeah. it will just start to make me feel really old. Yeah, season one makes me feel old, but I'm like, no, it's okay. I can still remember coming out of uni. Yeah, and, and like your first mate getting married and stuff. Yeah, but when maybe it's like when we've moved to a house and/or had kids. Mm. Maybe that's when it stops because A, you probably don't have the time and B, that's what happens. In, that's the natural circle of being 30 something and mm. breaking up and not seeing your friends anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe also what the, the genius of what Friends did in terms of its writers was create archetypes that felt deep rather than yeah. shallow you know like, they, so in that yeah. sense maybe you'll always be able to draw from them because maybe, they're yeah. archetypal you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just made me think uh, of the, I've no, I've never actually read it, but mm. the uh, there's there's that kind of that quote from the end of Winnie the Pooh that like Marco Mode's always talking about is, um, you know, like putting away childish things, right? Like, and I'm not saying like friends is a childish thing, more mm -hmm. more that you get to a point in your life where it's time to box up a an aspect of your life, mm -hmm. your toys, mm -hmm. your you know your TV show, you know whatever mm -hmm. it was, your your drink, your drugs, whatever, mm. and you know put that to one side and kind of move to the next stage. And if you're saying you're nearing the point when it's time to kind of box it up and mm. move to that next stage, move beyond it, mm. yeah, I mean everyone has to kind of 
you can't stay the same person with the same habits your entire life you do need to to move on you know and I mm. you know I I've been thinking a lot recently like a lot of my kind of negative behaviors are things that I you know developed when I was a teenager mm. and at some point it's time for me to kind of put those things to one side mm. and move on to mm. be the 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 fully grown human being that I apparently am mm, mm, mm. and you know is that a scary thing is it an exciting thing? you know what is mm. what is future without listening to friends I don't know day? it makes room for something else mm. definitely but always sunny in Philadelphia I recommend yeah maybe I'm just not sure <laughs> there'll ever be anything well there won't ever be anything like it I suppose it's no. something I've said before is like Bowie died and it was the worst thing ever but no one can ever take friends away from me but interestingly it feels like I'm going to take friends away from me at some point but mm. maybe it's just like a a good healthy thing to do <laughs> I think I think maybe toning it down a little bit would probably be a good idea it's a really interesting thing there about control yeah. like um not to get too yeah yeah because yeah, I couldn't yeah, yeah like yeah. but you said like Bowie died and that was totally out of your control but you you will kill friends like that's down to you it's dark isn't it yeah you know, you know what I a perfect example for me mm. is um me not playing football manager anymore mm. which is something that I, I I do do still do occasionally but you know, I was I, for for you know fifteen years or more. I was playing it for hours daily, and I would just sit in front of the TV with my laptop on my lap and play it when I was doing other things. Mm. And I would just always, always, always be playing it. Mm. And there's a point where you just have to close it and not do it anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah. And and you know, you find other things to fill that time, and mm. a lot of the time, those other things are probably more productive than playing Football Manager. Mm. But you never forget. You never forget that time. No, exactly. It'll be a marked period in my life, like those 16 years where I learned the whole of Friends. Like, I wonder if I can use it for something. Like, if I can recite the whole 10 seasons word for word, I wonder if there's any use for that. Guinness, because... Guinness World Book of Records. Yeah. Just go, go on Mastermind. Yeah. yeah. Mastermind it. Is that a still, do they still open, is that not like reruns? It's still, no, it's still Mastermind. All yeah. oh, right. You do Can have to you do, do the something general... like Friends? Yeah, you'd okay. Be, you'd be allowed to do Friends, but you then have to do the general knowledge round as well. Not to say that you wouldn't be any good at that. I I'm wouldn't though, would I? Like, I can't totally... think about stuff like that. Mm. You just have to learn everything. <laughs> I don't have time to learn do it. that. Learn I need everything. to watch more Friends. Oh, that's such a shame. I think, uh, could you win money? Yeah. Do you? I think if you Grandmaster, Grandmaster and Mastermind, you win, you win something. He's probably like a little gong or something. Yeah. Mm. I was hoping it would be something that would give me some kind of income. No, you just win props. Oh, you, sh- you should start a friend's YouTube channel, probably. That would you probably get income from that. Well, yeah, yeah no, maybe that is a really good channel. But what would I talk about? Just like analyzing the episode and you just like... watch an episode, and then do a, a like a, a vlog about it. What you what you what oh, you could fucking do is... vlog. But okay, moving away from the V. Sorry, yeah. Just, just I'm sure I might exist already, but just do. Just do uh, every single episode of Friends podcast. There are so many of those already. Yeah, but and they're not very good. Exactly. Yeah. You could do, do a good, good one. one. I could do it from a British point of view because they're all American, I think. All the ones I've heard. There's this thing that I get when I've been playing an RPG for a really long time, like over 120 hours or whatever. Uh, some people will probably scoff at that and be like, oh, that's so amateur. Um, Noob noob where you've done everything you've done the main mission you've sort of exhausted all the side stories and you're just riding through the countryside on your massively overpowered horse with your massively overpowered armor 
and it's raining and ev- everything is imbued with a sense of finality mm. and it's not that you will die mm. but you have you know like your work is done and you will disappear into a puff of mist mm. i feel like that's you know that's what that feels that what you're talking mm-hmm, about with friends mm-hmm, is what mm-hmm. that feels like to me that end of rpg feeling where mm. it's tight you know like to quote blade runner time to die sort of mm-hmm. thing mm. um which is really interesting because mm. you're at that stage in your life now yeah yeah full capacity yeah. done mm. or evolve into bulbasaur i don't know we'll see <laughs> Bulbasaur was the first evolution. So. Yeah, but of me. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. So what, it goes from Kayla Painter to, to Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur yeah. then Ivy saw them It's Venusaur. the prequel that they never released. Really? <laughs> you are the prequel to Bulbasaur. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what three seasons of this podcast has been leading up to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's the end of my ramble chat about, oh, Adam, to quote Adam Buxton. Um, ramble chat. Yeah, about friends. I, I don't want to dominate anymore, but yeah, it's great. That feels like a good place to finish. A good place to end. Mm. The end of all things. Now we have come to the end of all things. The um, end bit where you film the bit of them all leaving. Yeah. This is going to be the audio version. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 one one person, one person gets left behind and just kind of turn to the camera and go, hey. <laughs> And then they have their own spin-off show where they, they go to a different city and meet oh, a no. crazy new friends. Oh, no. Can, <laughs> next week, tune into Kayla's Brighton podcast <laughs> with Tom and Bob. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. I like the end of Alien 3 when they do that. It's like a montage and the sad epic music and they're shutting down the plant mm. and they're just people like pulling leaves and closing doors and Ripley's died and... Or the last episode of Friends where they leave the apartment. I see, I find that shot. I've had mixed feelings about that for a very long time. Have you? Yeah. I first thought it was a really stupid... Yeah, I said I wasn't going to talk anymore about it, didn't I? I didn't really like it. I can go back on that. You can talk more. I didn't like it because the last seconds of Friends are a a shot of the peephole in the door Mm. on Monica and Rachel's apartment. It's not a particularly momentous, like, it It feels like that's a bit of an anticlimax mm. because that is only there because it was a mirror and it got dropped for the first day of production, it smashed. And then they still kept it there because they quite liked it. Mm. The frame around the peephole. The peephole's not really a big part of the whole fucking series. No, but is that more about the fact that it, you've had a view into these people's lives and into that apartment? Yeah, and that, that's it's essentially it's a voyeuristic experience. But you're friends. looking from the inside out, not outside in. But it, it's but, sim- yeah. it's simultaneously a view and an exit. Mm. The door, you know. Yeah, it's, and it's... if they just focused on the door, yeah. I mean them leaving, they do. But I don't know. It just didn't sit right with me. I would have rather it faded out of them in because in, in my mind that's where they'll forever be. Yeah, in Central Park on the sofa. Oh, I see. They should have maybe done it. But to them, it was the physical object that attached so closely to the abstract feeling that, mm. that Friends was ending, right? Mm. Mm. And while everyone were just hung out in Central Park, it's the apartment that was the home and it was the home that was gone. They could still meet up in Central Park, but they can't ever meet up in that True, apartment. True, they were again. selling the apartment. I just think it's really sad. 
I think I think you're, it just really upsets you because it's the end of your cycle. Yeah, and I hate yeah. it. Like some, Well, most of the time now when I get to that episode, I just don't watch the last one. I just start the first yeah. one again because I can't handle oh, it. Really? Yeah, it's too sad. Spoilers for The Dark Tower, but the parallels are many. I'm still halfway through the fifth <laughs> oh, book. Shit, I'm sorry. Oh, shit, sorry. Oh, shit, sorry. It's Friends in it. <laughs> it might as well be, okay. yes. Yeah, everything Stop is Stop trying to make tower. it better than it is. <laughs> Stupid there aren't that alien. many dark tower podcasts. There are some. For whatever. For you. It changes speed I'm and key in, in a different series. For that song. Oh yeah, on Netflix it's in a different key. Yeah, but it? even on my episodes it's in different keys. What? I mean, not different what? keys. It's in the different speeds. Scenes. Yeah. Well, because I know the single release, the Rembrandt mm. song was a different speed than yeah. the, on the on the actual show in the same way that the scrubs theme yeah. is speeded up mm. from the actual song mm. i'll yeah. be there for you cuz you're there for me too dee 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 dee. <laughs> also they use some fucking good songs in it don't they they use um is it Foles or something? They use like something really weird and contemporary. When, Foles. When... <laughs> Foles, Foles around, <laughs> around, <laughs> around in 2002. Who is it then that they use? They use Interpol for sure. Oh, they do. Use and they Interpol. use that, that, that Maybe that's the untitled track. Yeah. Down, 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 down. It mentions New York in that song. Yeah. Oh, but no, they're not yeah. in New York in that thing. They're in Hawaii uh, when it's on screen. New York. Yeah. yeah. God no, forbid yeah. some more mm-hmm. in my life. I love that album. Was that, there's that line, is uh, I know you've treated me good, but I, something <laughs> about, I know you've treated me good for a long time, some, somehow I don't care or something. Yeah, like. somehow I fail to care. That's yeah. it, yeah. Interpol, eh? cares. Interpol's lyrics, don't think about them too much because they're nonsense sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Mm. thank you for listening that has been season three episode nine and it's going to be the last episode for uh an undefined amount of time we're not sure um but obviously we will let you know if we come back thank you for listening if you've been listening from the beginning and if not go back and listen from the beginning and thank you for listening if you've only listened to this one episode as well because that's also fine shout out to long-term listeners luke mel tom rachel rachel your mum yeah sometimes she just yeah Yeah. Oh, that wasn't a very good insult. <laughs> we just normalised your insult. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. Yes, and uh, you know whether we're back or not. I hope you've enjoyed listening to us talk about whatever the hell we talk about. And uh, yeah, let's let's slowly zoom in on a on a little peephole. Well, shouldn't it be like on a microphone stand? It's not yeah. quite right what this is about, but yeah. Yeah. Like a, a finger hitting stop on the record and then an empty studio, which is our dining room. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, yeah, Ringo Starr going, I've got blisters on my fingers at the end of Hell of Nice. No, 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 no. That's a different song. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Uh, Bye. I've been at Kayla Painter. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am at Jilt Music. And I am at uh, M-A-T-I-C-H-I-N. Matikin! Do you guys want to plug anything before we go? Um, Just life, generally. It's kind of rated quite well. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Choose life. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not pro-life or something. 
Oh yeah, we had this discussion this morning. <laughs> I don't know about pro life. You're not pro life. Well, no, I mean I like living, but I don't. In the abortion sense, I'm not oh, like um. I'm worried I'm going to end up in a pro life rally because I just think it. I thought it meant like it was like yeah, it's nice to be alive, not like everyone should care about cells and give them equal rights without consciousness. Right. In America, so, pro life yes. refers to people that are anti. So it's yes. not just me no. that didn't know this. That's all. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Pro life people who are anti-abortion. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm also not a pro-life in that situation. <laughs> so glad that we're ending this like this. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward, fumbly. No abortions, alien prison food. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, with all seriousness, thanks for listening. Hopefully see you again at some point or hear you be in your ears again. And yes, it's been great to have the support. Yeah, it, in a season 10 of Friends way, like if you're worried that life is not that good, don't it gets well good when you get a bit older because you care a lot less about things Mm. a lot of this podcast has been about social anxiety but um it's uh it just gets a lot easier not to care and in that sense it becomes a bit more enjoyable so Mm. look forward to that if you're worried about getting old (laughs) and if you ever need anything like just tweet at alien prison food and i'm sure one of us will respond back at some point Um, yeah you know we're not we 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 are here for you when the rain starts to fall fall (laughs) Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.